0: You're listening to All The Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm of Price, coming to you from Book Riot, and because May is Mental Health Awareness Month, I thought that this week I'd be diving into the stacks to talk about two great YA books that feature characters who are learning to take care of their mental health. But first, let's hear from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. So before we dive in too much further, just know that um, I am going to be talking about two books that deal with mental health struggles, including OCD, depression, um, medication, and just, you know, the sort of heaviness that kind of sometimes comes with that. So take care of yourself. If you can't listen, that's totally fine. Um, But just know that going in. So I decided to focus on two YA books today because we know that teens especially are reporting higher and higher rates of mental health struggles, especially um, with a pandemic. And just I think generally things are rough right now um, for everybody, but especially teens. And, you know, within the last five years or so, pediatricians are also acknowledging this and are more aware than ever that mental health screening in kids and teens is essential. I think that YA books dealing with mental health issues are really important for teens and adults to read just because they really do a lot of the heavy lifting of combating stigmas that still exist around talking about mental health. And they also give teens a lexicon for talking about the wide range of mental health experiences. I'm 30 and I read a lot of YA when I was a teenager, but so much of the YA that I read that was coming out when I was a teen um, tended to focus on, like, I think, a more narrow view of mental health experiences. I don't think I ever read a book where a character was taking medication or a character could, you know, really candidly talk about their experiences. It just seemed like there were a lot of books about eating disorders and a lot of books about depression and sadly a lot of books about, you know, suicide. And that was pretty much it. So I really just am grateful to YA writers who are really expanding that understanding and talking a lot about, um, you know, what mental health can look like and how it doesn't have to define a person, but, you know, it's a part of everyday life and we should all be aware. So um, without further ado, I'm going to get into my picks. So my first pick is um, probably a book that a lot of you have heard about. Um, It is Darius the Great is Not Okay by Adeeb Quorum. And this is a great title, by the way. And I really love this book. It kind of took me by surprise. Uh, So it is about Darius, who um, is half Iranian, half white. His dad is white. His mom's um, Persian. They have never been to Iran as a um, family because it is very difficult and expensive to travel back. And so he has really only ever met his mom's side of the family over Zoom. And, or I guess this is before the pandemic. It was probably over Skype. Basically video calls um my goodness what the pandemic has done to my brain just defaulted to zoom so anywho he feels like he never really fits in because he at home is seen as too iranian and you know he isn't really into like the hyper masculine things that a lot of other guys at his school are into he loves tea which i love about him and he's kind of a gentler soul he's also um you know, at the point of the book starting, he takes medication for depression. And that has been something that has been diagnosed and sort of, you know, addressed before the book even starts. And I think for me, this was one of the first books that I read where um, a character is living with depression, but it's not you know, necessarily a struggle that they have to identify or get a diagnosis for. Like, he's just taking medication, and the medication helps, and that is working for him. And I really liked that representation. So the book starts in the U.S., but very soon they learn that his mother's um, father is very sick and the kind of sick where they really want to get over to Iran as soon as possible to see him because they might not have another chance. And so he finds himself spending time in Iran for the very first time. And it's really lovely and wonderful because On one level, these are people who love him and he's never met them in person before. And they accept, you know, the Iranian parts of him that seem to be rejected in the U.S. But when he gets there, he also feels a little bit like an outsider because he's also American. And those um, American aspects of himself seem to stick out in a way that they never have before. And one, you know, really big struggle that he has is... His grandparents don't understand why he has to take medication for depression. They don't understand why he's depressed. And so they say a lot of insensitive things like, your life is so great. What are you depressed for? And he's just like, I don't know. This is just my brain. So he's having... A really great time, but he's also struggling at the same time. And then he meets his grandparents' neighbor, Solrab, and they become really great friends. And you know the type of friendship where, like, Darius has never experienced this sort of just easy, accepting friendship, um, for who he is before. And now he kind of feels like he's really coming into himself. But he still has a few struggles, especially with how he perceives himself in his various circles. So I just thought that this was a really lovely, big hearted book. It did a really great job of exploring a facet of mental health representation that I hadn't seen in YA before. And I think that it was also just a really lovely, lovely family story. Now, there is a sequel. Um called Darius the Great Deserves Better. I have not read that one yet, but it is definitely on my list and it has been for a little while now. Um, but I love this first book so much. It is Darius the Great is Not Okay by Adib Koram. Now my second pick is a little bit more of an under the radar YA book, and it is The Edge of Anything by Nora Shalloway Carpenter. And this is a book about two girls. So it's a dual point of view. So you get both their perspectives. One is Len, and she's kind of a loner at school. She's really into photography. She enjoys taking pictures. But when you meet her at the beginning of the book, she's really struggling. So she had something traumatic happen. Um, in her sort of recent past, that she's having a really hard time getting over. Um, It's something that her family struggles to talk about openly with her, and she struggles to even think about. And that sort of trauma of this event is manifesting in the form of OCD. And she does not recognize That it is OCD. She just knows that she's struggling and she has to do certain things in certain, you know, ways and in a certain order. Um, Otherwise, she can't get through the day. So the other point of view is Sage. And Sage is pretty much the opposite of Blen. She's really popular. She's super athletic. She is a volleyball star. And she and her team are just kind of on fire. And they are just doing amazing in their season. And She also is really hopeful that a college scout um, who shows up to one of the first games in the beginning of the book um, will offer her a full ride scholarship. However, at this game, she jumps up to, you know, do a set or a spike, I forget which... And when she comes back down, she kind of gets lightheaded and she passes out. And she's like, ah, I feel fine. It's, it's whatever. I must, you know, have just moved too quickly or maybe I should have eaten a snack before the game. But her parents are kind of overprotective and they tell her, no, we should go to the doctor. This isn't normal. And it's a good thing because she gets a devastating health diagnosis. That means that she can no longer play volleyball. So Len is struggling with this thing that happened in the past and she's barely getting through the day. Sage is really reeling from this horrible, awful diagnosis that she doesn't want to believe because her entire life, her entire future she's imagined is around volleyball and she doesn't know who she is without that. And it's at these like really dark moments in their lives that they meet and they form this really unlikely friendship. And they also sort of confide in one another and they start to see each other in ways that, um, you know, other people haven't been able to see them in. So it's really a lovely book about just the strong friendship, but it's also about how, Um, difficult it can be to reach out and ask for help, how difficult it can be to recognize when you need help, and how absolutely essential having people who care for you and who are paying attention and who are willing to speak up are. So this is really great. I've been recommending it a lot to people who also want YA without any romance in them Um, because YA books are great, but not everybody wants to read YA romance, and that's totally fine. So this is a great, you know, romance-less YA book. Um, Just really good one about friendship and mental health and grief and um, all of those big important things. So that is The Edge of Anything by Nora Shalloway Carpenter. Um, And it actually just recently came out in paperback. So it's perfect to pick up if you want to read it this summer. And that is it for me this week. So I hope that you are staying safe and well-stocked with books for the weekend ahead. Thank you so much to our sponsor. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. And of course, if you enjoy this podcast, please show us some love by leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify because it helps other book lovers find us. And as always, thank you so much to our amazing sound editor, Jen Zink. Finally, if you want to connect with me or see pictures of my books and cats, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I hang out at at of Price. That's T-I-R-Z-A-H-P-R-I-C-E. And I will be back soon on a regular episode of All the Books with Liberty and more backlist recommendations. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great weekend.